You're listening to High Vibe Mindset, where entrepreneurs Aaron Smith, a sports physician assistant, and Melissa Smith, an intuitive eating dietitian and mindset coach, dive into all the juicy details of business, relationships, health, science, and spirituality. Now let's dive in. Today's episode, we are talking about limitless living and we have the perfect guest because she has broken through so many barriers in such a short period of time. And she really shows us that it doesn't matter what age you start. You can be over 50 and starting a new career and making massive waves. And that's exactly what she does. And we're going to talk about how to have confidence how to overcome your fears so that you can go after the life that you want and live limitless. I'm so excited to introduce our guest, Rachel Peru, who is a silver-haired curve model represented by Bridge Models in London. She's also a body confidence activist, an influencer, and host of Out of the Bubble podcast. Rachel has fully embraced her curves and her naturally gray hair. In fact, she has become famous for her silver lock and is flying the flag for misunderstood and misrepresented women everywhere. She's passionate about showing other women, especially women who are in midlife, that they are not invisible and that they can rock fashion industry. Rachel broke barriers when she appeared in groundbreaking swimsuits for the all campaign with Ashley Graham and her career was launched from there. So we're so excited to have her on and to talk about living limitless, having confidence, embracing all the parts of you so that you can make an impact in the world. So let's dive in. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today to speak to women empowerment and how women in midlife can embrace their power, their confidence, and their dreams. You are a role model and champion of women in midlife. So we would love to know what led you to this beautiful path. Yeah, certainly. Thank you so much for inviting me on, Melissa. It's great to connect with you. And it certainly wasn't a that I could have foreseen in my 20s and 30s. It wasn't a a dream goal to become a model later in life. I certainly had no aspirations to do that. I actually, when I was younger, didn't really have a kind of career route. I I worked a lot in retail. And then I got to my late 30s and went back to study university. I got divorced at 39 and I actually was going to do teaching. So I was an early years teacher. So I went back to university. I got an education studies degree at 41 thought that's what my next kind of chapter was going to be and that I was going to be teaching for the next 20 years and during that time I had to take a bit of time out at home my daughter was unwell and I'd been volunteered by a friend to do some charity fashion shows and I'd never done anything like that before but I went along very nervous did it the first time and came off and really felt empowered I felt much more confident after doing it really enjoyed it wanted to do it again in fact I have volunteered for this particular charity for the last 10 years now and each year I did it my confidence grew and so after four or five years photographer kept saying you know you're really photogenic have you thought about modeling and I wouldn't have had the body confidence to do it when I was younger but I think I've grown into myself in my 40s and I got to the point where I thought well actually why not Let's try something a bit different and see what happens without really having those expectations of just thinking I'll go with the flow. And if I get some local work, that would be really lovely. And I got signed by a London agency 
very quickly and have been working as a professional model ever since. That is awesome. That is such a great catalyst too and such a fun way to discover that confidence that you have. And I think so many women struggle with body confidence, like you said, and sounds like that's something that with time and with this catalyst and some different things you were able to overcome. But we would love to hear more about kind of that mindset that you were in and how you got from that point A to point B and what you've noticed that a lot of women might struggle with in midlife, some of those confidence issues or other struggles that women in midlife are facing that you're championing now. Yeah, I mean, I really did struggle with my body confidence. And I can see now looking back how much it, it held me back from being a teenager, really. I was quite a big busted. So I was um, probably a double D in the UK size by the time I was a teenager. Um, I'm now a 34G and I've always been super self-conscious of my chest size to the point where I was actually for my 30th going to have a breast reduction operation, which is really quite a big operation to, to go for. And luckily for me, I changed my mind. Something kind of triggered off something and I chickened out at the last minute. So I was really never felt like comfortable in my skin and it held me back and it really knocked confidence and I think I got to 40 and because I got divorced at 40 as well so I was the first time of being single and on my own for 20 years which is a huge change and creates a real kind of voyage of discovery I guess because you need to refine yourself and find out the things that you love doing and for my 40th I booked a tandem skydive so I jumped out of an airplane at 12,000 feet um, wow, and I'm terrified <laughs> of heights <laughs> it was really good fun but I'm really scared of heights but I knew I wanted to go into this next decade being braver I wanted to make awesome. some positive changes to make myself you know not let the fear stop me from doing things so that was my way of saying okay this is what you're going to start doing this is how you're going to go into this next decade and that just set the ball rolling to me saying yes to life a lot more and mm. opening myself up to new opportunities and keeping that positive momentum because I found the more I was stepping out of my comfort zone and saying yes to things that my confidence was growing all the time. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, so it sounds like stepping out of your comfort zone and just facing so many different fears, you know, jumping out of a plane and everything. And you were able to get to this place of being comfortable with fear and comfortable with the uncomfortable, which is awesome. I think that's a lot of what we're doing with this podcast. We love hearing people's stories because so many people are held back by fear, right? And staying in that comfort zone, even if it's a struggle or it's painful. So I think that is awesome that you've learned how to kind of tackle things head on and continue to embrace the things that are scary and embrace getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I think it's been it's been the making of me in the last 10 years. It's definitely changed my attitude to life because I've got so much more out of it in the last 10 years because I have pushed myself and, and managed to. Obviously, you're still scared and the fear is still there, but I just manage it in a different way now that so it doesn't stop me from doing things that I want to try. Do you have any tips or what are some, do you have any mindset practices or ways that you like to get out of that fear or manage the fear and anything that you also teach other women to help them, maybe if they have business dreams or career dreams. And especially I know you work a lot with women that are in midlife to help them kind of get out of their comfort zone. So what are some of those practices 
practices or teachings that you might help women with? Yeah, well, I think what is interesting when you get to midlife, because I don't know what it's like in the US, but in, in the UK, it's, you know, women are often left to feel quite invisible in society. So then that impacts on, on how we feel like we can dream the next ch- chapter and whether we can set new businesses up. And actually, the reality is there's so many amazing women out there in the 40s and 50s and older that are starting new businesses later in life. And it is getting past those fears but I think it's going it's really going back to basics so it's going back to I write a journal I'm a huge fan of journaling and writing gratitude diaries and I think it's a great way to stay connected to your dreams and to be able to write things down and get rid of all those limiting beliefs on paper so that you can then rationalize it. Because I think, you know, we have so much negative talk about things and when we're scared about stepping into the unknown. But if you write it down on paper and look at it and say, OK, well, that's that's not true. I can go out and find the resources to you know, set up a new business. I can go and arrange a meeting with somebody to get advice. So I think journaling and writing it down for me has always been really helpful. And I also think networking for older women is amazing because the more you put it out there with like-minded women that support you and having that support network around you, then they will encourage you to grow. They will encourage you to step out of your comfort zone and take those steps to fulfill your dreams. So I think friends and networking has been a huge huge you know I really it's changed me it's definitely I've, I've got a bigger circle of women now that I can connect with if I'm having a wobble that they will say hey it's okay you've got this Yes, definitely. I think it's so powerful to journal. And like you said, figure out those limiting beliefs because we all have them. And even when we overcome them, they can kind of pop back up, you know, from time to time. We don't want to let them let them win, basically. So it's an ongoing practice. And I love what you say about networking. Something I've been learning, too, is so powerful. We just need community, too. And it just helps everyone. The more we connect, right? It's we all have different gifts and skills and medicine to bring into the world and we can all impact each other in really amazing ways. And so we need to get ourselves out there. We just need to share our mission and hear, you know, what other people are doing. Do you have any tips or insights to help our listeners, some ideas of ways you've been able to find some good ways to network? Um, yeah, I've, I've actually, social media has been amazing for me for networking. Uh, I know probably five years ago, it wasn't, certainly wasn't Instagram. And now I've met so many fantastic women that have become my support bubble through, through social media. So I think that's an underrated tool. And I know it gets social media can be a really difficult place for some people to manage. But I think certainly for older women, it's a brilliant place to connect with like-minded women. I also think it's about putting yourself out there and being visible. You know, going how often women can, can shrink sometimes when they're in situations when the fear sets in. But it's about getting past that and telling other people what you're doing because they are genuinely interested. And then when you tell one person, then it sparks off another conversation. So it's about making sure that we don't just stand in a room and listen to other people without being vocal about what we're doing as well. I love that. Yes, we need to overcome that fear of visibility and the fear might still be there, but it's important to be visible and to put ourselves out there. And I agree, social media is amazing for networking. And I think it doesn't really matter which platform, which whatever platform that you feel comfortable with or that you enjoy, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or anything, but just form those connections and just reaching out to people. It's it's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, look at us, you know, we're, we're the other side of the, the world from each other. And it's opened up so many doors, hasn't it, to be able to connect with people all over the world. 
Yes, I love it. It's exactly it's given us opportunity to connect on this show and to amplify your voice and your story connect, you know, all over the world. So it's such a blessing in that way. Of course, there's some (laughs) downsides, right? If we allow it to affect our mindset, if we're in that comparison mode. And that's what I love about your message is kind of helping women to feel empowered and kind of get out of that self-defeating space of like, oh, I'm too old or my body doesn't look like what the traditional image, whatever that standard of beauty is, which we need to come to realize there is no one look, there is no one standard. But a lot of times we can create those beliefs in ourselves and those perceptions and we can think I'm not good enough and I don't fit whatever the mold is supposed to be. And then we kind of stay hiding and we're not visible. So I just love what you're doing and would love to hear about kind of the movement that you're making your branding with stepping out of the bubble. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, I think because I had started this new modeling career, um, I was 46 by the time I'd started it. So it had taken me on a completely different journey. And I was connecting over those next couple of years with other women that were in their 40s and 50s that were doing the same as me. They were reinventing themselves later in life and they were growing in a completely different direction to what they thought they were going to be doing later. And so I wanted to be able to use my platform to share these stories and to, to make sure that we are heard and we are more visible because lots of women I speak to are left feeling like we're ignored and we're underrepresented you know particularly in the media and advertising and fashion women over 40 are so often underrepresented and overlooked so it's my way of being able to introduce each week different women sharing their stories that can then inspire and motivate other women and I've had so many great messages from women that have said I listened to somebody's podcast and it made me think okay I'm going to do the thing that I've been thinking about because so-and-so has done that so it has a knock-on effect and that's really what I wanted to create this ripple where we can all, we all have a story to tell. And I think it's all of equal value and we need to start learning from each other more and listening. And modeling, like I absolutely love what you're doing with representation. You know, in our culture, we do have such a, a youth focus, a thin focus, all these different focuses that we've just seen over and over in advertisements and as the lead characters of movies. And oh my goodness, it is so limited and it can just make so many people feel unrepresented and just out, right? Like we don't, if we don't see ourselves in these positions, it's hard for us to dream that we can do that one day. I love where we're heading now with representation and movies. I want to see different types of lead characters. I want to see different types of people and advertising of all ages, all sizes, all races. And it's beautiful how you're able to show how far you've come with that, right? And you're impacting women by simply shining yourself and by being, you know, this person who is on all these fashion shows and modeling and now with your platform, with the podcast. So what are some of the other ways that you are carrying out your mission? What are some of the maybe the projects you have in the works or some of the type of content that you're putting out or some of the people that you're working with? Yeah, I mean, my, it's interesting that I have become so passionate about certainly modeling lingerie and swimwear. And, and, you know, I turned 50 last year and I never thought I'd be doing that. And I think it's it's really detrimental to our well-being, our mental well-being, if we don't see 
bodies that represent us. I think it has such a negative yes, impact. It so it's something that I've become really passionate about and use use my voice, my platform to try and work with brands that don't necessarily wouldn't normally use an older model for. So that's something that I am really keen to keep pushing those boundaries i have worked with some with some really great brands that do that um you know i've worked actually i worked with ashley graham and swimsuits for all with lizzo the u.s seemed to be really quite ahead in that in that way i think compared to the uk in the in representation of older women so i really I, I want to be able to continue doing that and i've also next month i'm launching a midlife body confidence course so i'm doing a self-study course and a coaching group course where i'll be able to group with you know work with small groups of women to share my tools and, and, and what I've learned and my knowledge along with some guest experts um, so because I wanted to I want to share this positivity because it's made such a difference to my life and it's made it's made freer it's made my brain freer to focus on other things instead of having all those negative hang-ups about what my body looked like and what people thought about me so I want to be able to pass that on and help other women rise up too amazing well I am so excited to see that course I think anyone who's struggling with body confidence should definitely snatch up that opportunity to learn from you because this is so important like you said it definitely affects our mental health and sadly it's just something that so many women suffer with and suffer with their relationship with their body with food eating disorders are on the rise and I've been impacted with that I've already shared my story on this podcast with that and but yeah for me coming from an eating disorder and negative body image for years now as an intuitive eating dietitian on a similar mission with you I totally agree and I can't say enough how much I appreciate what you're doing it's awesome what you've been doing where you're going now definitely want to see more of the representation and lingerie we totally need that we need to feel comfortable in our skin and we need to feel good naked yes we need that yes definitely we do and we need to see that it's okay for older women to feel great about their bodies as well you know we yes. like, so there's this kind of thing there's a lot of stigma around seeing older women out there feeling sexy and feeling great about their bodies and actually it's something that we need to normalize again we do everyone should feel comfortable and beautiful and confident at any age any size it's super important because it affects everything how we feel about ourselves this has been a wonderful conversation i would love to know if there's anything else we didn't touch on that you think is important to share I don't think so. I think you've got some really, really insightful questions. I think it's interesting talking about the comparison. We can all fall into this comparison rabbit hole. And that that's so dangerous, isn't it? Particularly on social media. And I think the message I would send out is that we really just have to stay in our own lane and just kind of, you know, I, I audit my social media board so that I don't follow people that make me feel negative and that if they stir certain negative, you know, feelings, I put my boundaries up there. And I think it's about us taking control of that and making sure we do have boundaries in place to stop that. Boundaries are so important. I think we do really need to get out of autopilot with social media because it's designed to just have that endless scroll and just keep us on it forever, you know, and we kind of zone out and we're just getting 
getting that dopamine hit. We're getting that dopamine hit instantly, but then we're left with this lingering feeling of the comparison and not feeling good enough. So we really need to be proactive, like you said, and we need to not let ourselves just kind of fall into that autopilot of just endlessly scrolling. And then that comparison and feeling badly about ourselves, mute the accounts, delete the accounts that are putting those feelings of comparison in us. So that is a great piece of advice. I definitely echo that and everything you've been saying. So our last two questions here is if you have any practices, routines, or what are the ways you stay high vibe and then how listeners can find you? I really love affirmations. So mine is I am brave, I am bold and I'm beautiful. And it's it's when I'm getting ready in the morning, I'll say it over in my head. I have a little postcard on my fridge. I think it sets me off in a positive mode. And I think it really just has a a huge impact on, on how I feel about myself. And I think right now we could all do with being kinder to ourselves. I think that's a great tool that I that I really follow by. For me, connecting with nature and being outdoors has been yeah, my lifesaver. I really need, if I'm stressed and my anxiety rises, I need to be outdoors in the fresh air and connect with nature. Awesome. And how can listeners find you? Uh, so you can get to our website, which is outofthebubblepodcast.com. And you can come and say hello on Instagram at Rachel Peru one and I'm on Twitter and Facebook under that as well. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on. This has been a great conversation. And I think anyone who listens, definitely follow Rachel, get inspired, stay inspired and remind yourselves that you are beautiful and you are worthy. Thank you so much, Melissa. If you loved this episode, subscribe and stay notified for new episodes every Tuesday. Leave us a review with what you liked or what you want more of. And don't forget, stay high vibe. Do you know these three things are sabotaging your ability to live your high vibe life? First is living in disconnection which basically means walking around with no awareness of your body, emotions, or values. And second is letting negative self-talk run the show in your brain. That's just going to make you doubt your potential and stop you from going after your dreams. Finally, it's not having any supportive coping practices or self-care that doesn't take hours or cost tons of money. Because when you're living in chronic stress at home or work, the last thing that feels accessible is a spa day or a meditation retreat. We have personally struggled with all of these things, and that's why we created the Body Deck. This affirmation card deck has 77 intentionally designed, beautiful cards to help you address all three of these high vibe killers in just a couple minutes a day. These affirmations will help you tune into your body and your inner world, practice positive self-talk and best of all it's super portable and affordable for only 33 dollars benefit from the transformative practice of affirmations anywhere you go so if you're ready to stop the self-sabotage and start being the highest version of yourself you'll definitely want to get your hands on the body deck affirmation cards head over to solea.co that's s-o-u-l-e-a dot c-o to get the body deck affirmation cards today.
You can also find the link in the show notes.